Ladies and gentlemen, and children of all ages, your podcast platform proudly brings to you Mid Peasants, the best podcast in the world, with your host, the Fluff Brendan, and the star Catherine, the Mid Podcast. You can follow us on YouTube and Twitter at The Mid Podcast. And if you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com forward slash The Mid Podcast, where you have access to our random shit episodes and additional special content. Also, if you want to support the podcast, you can go to themidpodcast.com and get you some mid-podcast merch. There will be new merchandise coming up by the end of the month, so check that out. Also, if you like the podcast, leave us a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice. So, WrestleMania happened. Yes, it did. Stage was badass. I loved that fucking stage. The stage was cool. The entrances were bad. Yeah, they could have been better. Besides, Rey Mysterio had the best entrance. Him and Dom had the two good entrances of the weekend. Well, I mean, if you want to see pictures of Alcatraz. Well, we don't... uh, It wasn't Alcatraz. But let's just say it was a... I mean, not Alcatraz, Auschwitz. Auschwitz? Close enough. But, yeah. Not a good moment for the WWE production team. Yeah. But, what was your overall thoughts on Mania? I thought it, for a WWE product, it was really good. They go... They do good for their pay-per-views, but they're fucking... I mean, they're not king of pay-per-views like Tony Khan, but I wasn't disappointed with WrestleMania. Their weekly shows are horrendous. I I mean, I wasn't disappointed with this. The last pay-per-view they did was not that bad. What, the Rumble? Elimination Chamber. Elimination Chamber? I didn't think it was bad. It was terrible. It was not. You were just biased. No, it was bad. But. I I will say I think night one was better than night two. Card wise. Since they've gotten into doing two nights of WrestleMania. Night one has always been better. Well, I mean, I guess you would need night one to be better. So you can drag everybody in and they'll be like, oh, night one was so good. I got to watch night two. I mean, you wouldn't want to have a shitty night one because then people be like, I ain't watching this shit another night. Night two was ass. It was only ass because you were disappointed, but disappointment is part of life and people need to learn that, which is a rant that will be on our random shit episode. The only good thing about in that, well, our WrestleMania night two was the trios match. Or not the trios match, the uh, triple threat. So, you ready to get into it? Break it down match by match. I suppose. So, WrestleMania 39, night one, kicks off with everybody's favorite. Austin Theory versus You Can't See Me Man, John Cena. Cena should have won this match. Why? Uh, because. Because you could have Austin Theory get the title back at SummerSlam. Yeah, but with Cena's 
movie schedule. There's not guarantees that Cena would be there all the time. I mean, their main champion isn't there all the time, so what's the fucking point? Good point. So. But anyway. Um, Cena went to take off his shirt. And you got choked. <laughs> on your drink. It went down the wrong pipe. <laughs> because you ain't never seen somebody that pasty. <laughs> John Cena needs some sun. If you're going to wrestle, you you need a little bit of sun. Like, he was whiter than Seamus. Like, he was whiter than a jar of mayonnaise. Yeah. Like, you couldn't get a spray tan that quick, dude? Pretty sure WWE has that available for you. He is one pasty motherfucker. But I will give him this. He's still built. Yeah. And I still probably wouldn't want to get in a fight with him in a dark alley. But Cena goes, takes down Theory. We see Cena with a side headlock on Theory. Um, Theory then bites John Cena's ear. I mean, I knew Theory looked like a kinky bastard, but damn, Theory. Uh... Austin Theory with the advantage now because he kind of got Cena out of his game plan. <coughs> we have a nice suplex by Theory. Then Cena with a suplex on Theory. So we were just exchanging suplexes there. Theory gets a two count. Cena was going for the STF. Theory begins to bite Cena's fingers. Theory, I'm going to need you to quit with the biting. I mean, save that for you bitches. Theory with a the sleeper on Cena. Cena hits a five-knuckle shuffle. The ref gets knocked out. Of course, we were going to have chicanery at the beginning of the match. Um, Cena has the STF locked in. Austin Theory actually is tapping. Theory does a low blow on John Cena. He hits the A-Town down and gets the win. Yeah, the ending to the match was stupid. I mean, you're already going to knock the ref out in, in at the first match of WrestleMania. Like, you couldn't let Theory... And I get Theory's a heel, but you couldn't let him win cleanly? Nope. Because why would you do that? That doesn't make sense. Well, I mean, heels win cleanly sometimes. But why would you do that? That doesn't make sense. Because I said so. Why would and you do that? The that doesn't line. make sense. Anyway... It was an okay match. Could have been better. Yeah. Um. Next we have a tag team match featuring Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus Alpha Academy versus the Street Profits versus the Viking Raiders. Um. My understanding is the winner of this will get a shot at the tag team champion. That would make the most sense to me. We start off with Ricochet and Chad Gable. We have a nice sequence between the two. Otis knocks Ricochet down. Then we have Strowman and Otis. Everyone in the ring. And we have Chaos. The Viking Raiders take it to Gable. We have a Ragnarok on Montez. Strowman takes down the Viking Raiders. 
Gable with a two count on Strowman. We hit Strowman with a splash on Ivar. The Street Profits get the win. This match was fun. Braun Strowman got laid the fuck out by Angelo Dawkins, though. Yeah, that he did. Dawkins came in. They're like fucking Ray Lewis. <laughs> Dawkins come in there like Ray Lewis looking at uh, Ben Roethlisberger during the Raven Steeler matches. Strowman got fucked up. <laughs> or he could have been Joey Porter <laughs> on um, who was the quarterback? Joe Flacco. <laughs> That was a good move by Dawkins, though. Dawkins has greatly improved since he's dropped that weight. Mm-hmm. Dan Dawkins used to play football, though? I'm not sure. I think he was a linebacker. Well, that would explain why he could tackle like that. But I was not upset with the Street Profits winning. I would like to see the Street Profits with a title, but, yeah, we know that won't ever happen. Did I get that match right? Um, I don't know. Um, I have to go through and find it. I don't know. No, you put Strowman and Ricochet, and I took the Viking Raiders. Oh. So we were both wrong on that match. Huh. Hmm. So our next match features Seth Rollins versus everybody's favorite, Logan Paul. Boo. Um, Logan came in on a zip line. And anybody who has watched wrestling that is my age or older, the first thing you thought of was Owen Hart. Oh, shit. Don't break. Yep, pretty much. Pretty much is what everybody was thinking. Come to find out, Logan Paul really had to fight for WWE to let him do that. Which, I mean, guess they learned their lesson. Yeah, nobody's done it since, Owen. No. Um, what the fuck was Seth Rollins wearing? He stole his wife's jacket and he looked like Pepto-Bismol. Those pants came across the TV really, really bad. I'm not in the fashion, so I don't know. The color was terrible on the TV. So, into the match. Seth with a side headlock. Logan sent Seth over the top rope. Logan with a lariat on Rollins. Logan with body shots on Seth. They begin to exchange chops and elbows. We get a gut rich by Logan. He gets a two count. Logan to the top. Seth rolls out of the way. Seth begins to unload on Logan Paul. Rollins does three suicide dives on Logan Paul. Rollins stomps on Logan's right hand on the stairs. Logan hits Seth with the right hand. Seth goes down, only gets a two count. And then we have KSI in the Prime outfit. Because he come out dressed in the little Prime bottle. And he sends Seth into the post. Seth then is laying on the announce table as Logan Paul climbs to the top of the rope. Seth pulls KSI onto the table, and Logan hits KSI. Seth then gets a two count. Logan goes for the GTS to Seth. 
Then Logan goes for a coast-to-coast. Seth, Seth kicks. Kick stomps uh, Logan Paul and gets the pin. Fun match. Say what you want about Logan Paul. I mean, the man, the man looks good in the ring. That he does. Out of, like, celebrities, in quotes, him and Bad Bunny are probably the best two I've ever seen in the ring. Any more on that match? Um, not really. I mean, it was a deep, good match. I agree. Fuck Logan Paul, but he's a good wrestler. So next we have Damage Control versus Lynch, Lita, and Trish. I kind of got the feeling that Trish was going to turn in this match. Yeah. So the match starts off with chaos in the ring. All of them are in there fighting it out. Damage control isolates Becky Lynch in their corner. EO with a kick off the top rope on Becky. Becky trying to make the tag. Doesn't make it. Dakota trying to prevent Lynch from making a tag. Finally, Lita comes in taking out damage control. EO getting beat by Lita. Gets a two count on EO. EO grabs Ref. Dakota knocks Lita off of the rope. We get a triple kick by Damage Control on Lita. Lita does a double DDT on EO and Bailey. Now we get Trish Stratus in. Trish does a neck breaker on Dakota. Trish gets a two count. EO with a moonsault on everyone. Then we get a manhandle slam from Becky Lynch from the top rope. And she gets the pin. Eh, for, mm, for Trish Stratus being how old? She's about my age. She's she in her forties or early fifties. She didn't look that bad in the ring. No, it looked like she almost had a wardrobe malfunction though. She went to do something. It looked like a titty was getting ready to pop out. I mean, would people really complain about that though? Well, Given that it was on a streaming service and you pay for this shit, probably not. I mean, all the men would be happy. Yeah. Because you're a horny old man. But, and the match was okay. I just can't get behind damage control. And I like the code. I like everybody in dam in damage control. Just them together as a group doesn't feel right. They're better singles than they are a tag. Yeah. So moving on, we have the Battle of Mysterio. We have Ray versus Dom, and this is our Cinnamon Toast Crunch match. Zoe Stark was in the Cinnamon Toast Crunch suit. Hmm. Uh, they bring Dom in a police van. Dom wearing a mask. He's escorted to the ring by the police. The white cop in front, though, looks like Michael Cole's twin. Ray comes out in the low rider, driven by Snoop Dogg, giving us some Eddie Guerrero vibes. I lie, I cheat, I steal. 
Yep. Dom pushes Ray. Um, Dom has mommy written on his ass. Hmm. So is an ass mommy. I guess. I don't know. Mommy ass? Mommy ass? We got, we got daddy, daddy ass. ass mommy w. ass? There we go. Um, we have to see Dom with a nice takeover on Ray. Ray sends Dom out of the ring. Ray sends Dom into the turnbuckle. Then Ray begins spanking Dom with his belt. Kinky. Yeah, I would say something, but I don't want to get canceled. Dom sends Ray into the post. Gets a two count. We get an arm takeover by Ray. Then we see Dom's mom, Angie, slaps Dom. Giving Ray the opening he needs. Ray with a two count. Judgment day outside the ring. Ray hits a 619. And then Escobar and crew come out to take out Priest and Balor. And Dom with a clothesline. Dom with a 619 on Ray. We get a frog splash from Dom. He gets a two count. Dom taking... Taking it to Ray? I don't know. Oh, they were taking turns covering each other. Oh. Um, Dom, uh, Dom takes off the uh, turn belt cover. The ref goes and tries to put it back on. And um, while um, Damian Priest was out there, he took his jacket off and laid it in the corner of the ring. So Dom decides to go over there and pick it up and pulls out a chain. Interesting. Um, Bad Bunny is on commentary at this match. So Bad Bunny then jumps in, takes the chain from Dom. Ray hits a 619, then a frog splash and gets the win. Are we going to get a Bad Bunny, Ray Mysterio versus Dom, Damian Priest at Backlash? Not no more. Well, we'll see. Your thoughts on that match? That was a good match. For it being a Dominic Mysterio match. I'm seeing some ring improvement with Dominic. I don't know if he's training with Finn and Finn is teaching him. But I'm seeing some improvements. Uh Uh-huh. So if Finn Balor is training Dominic, you couldn't ask for a better teacher. I mean, he's a good teacher. That he is. A lot of people praise him. So, next, we get our women's match. Everybody's favorite, Charlotte Flair, the queen, versus Rhea Ripley. Um, Who the fuck cares that women are all in the ring at a WrestleMania? The, announce- the ring announcer's female, the ref's an- a female, the-, the competitors are females. I mean, who fucking cares? Society. But that's a different topic for a different day. Yeah, maybe. They lock up. We see Charlotte working on Rhea's arm. Rhea knocks down Charlotte. Rhea outside the ring regrouping. Nice chops by Charlotte. Rhea puts her in the corner. Rhea has Charlotte down. We get a nice clothesline by Rhea. I mean, I would not want to be clotheslined by Rhea Ripley. No. Um, 
Oh, Charlotte is in control. She begins chopping Rhea. Charlotte with a two count. Rhea suplexes Charlotte from the top rope with a two count. Um, Charlotte looks like she could have broken her nose on that suplex because she came down face first. That would have hurt. And she ended up with a cut on her nose, so we got more blood. Charlotte with a moonsault from the top rope onto Rhea. Charlotte kicked out of the riptide. Rhea with a clover leaf. Charlotte makes it to the ropes to break the hold. We get a riptide from the rope. Rhea gets the pin. And Rhea Ripley is your new women's champion. Um, The match started off slow. But it did pick up towards the end and made it a better match. Say it's probably the best women's match of the weekend. I think I could agree with that. I'll put it ahead of Yuthina and Yuka Sakazaki. I was so sure that Charlotte busted her nose though. But after the match we see Charlotte sitting at ringside in the floor laughing. Come to find out she's taking time off. Again. Again. For like the twentieth time. She on that uh Roman Reigns schedule. She's on something. But what that well what match is next? So next we have the Miz and Snoop Dogg in the ring. Oh yeah, this. And they're um Miz is out there saying that he sent out an open challenge on social media. Well, out comes one Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee says, I didn't see anything about it, but I'll kick your ass anyway. And he begins beating The Miz. We get a spine buster by McAfee. We get a nice super kick by McAfee. Um, Miz says, fuck it. <laughs> and he's like, fuck this shit, I'm out. He pushes George Kettles, who was sitting at ringside. Kettles jumps the barricade, takes out The Miz. McAfee from the top takes out the Miz with a moonsault and McAfee punts the Miz and gets the win. Um, I like McAfee, but, uh, did this have to be on the show? No, it didn't. And McAfee's another one that's really good in the ring. He's alright. Not to be, like, a professional trained wrestler. So next, we're going to move on to our main event featuring the Usos versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. So we're going to have Zayn and Jay lock up. Jay with a headlock. We get a a blind tag by Jimmy. We have a suplex on the outside to Sami. Usos have Sami isolated. They do a cheap shot to Kevin Owens. Zayn with a boot to the face. We have Kevin Owens moonsault from the top on the Usos outside the ring. KO hits a frog splash for a two count. Jay with a suplex on KO. KO kicks out after a Uso splash. Zayn suplexes Jay on the apron. Jay with a super kick to Sammy. They begin to take turns with super kicks to Sammy. The Usos send KO through the announce table. The Usos took out KO and begin to focus on Sammy Zayn. The Usos hit the 1D. Sammy kicks out. Jay with Sammy's on move. Then we get an exploder on the Usos. Zane with the tag. KO comes in with the powerbomb. 
Then we have a KO stunner. The Usos kick out. All four men are in the ring. They begin to go at it. We get a double Uso splash on Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens kicks out. KO suplexes one of the Usos from the top rope. We see Zayn with the Haluva kick. And he didn't just do one Haluva kick. He did three on one of the Usos. And Zayn and KO wins. And they are your new undisputed tag team champions. 22 super kicks. And your point? Uh, the Usos only know how to do super kicks. Yeah, if you take the super kicks out of the Usos repertoire, they only have like two other moves. Uh-huh. But the Young Bucks are the ones that get accused of using the super kicks so much. Yeah. But I'm glad Sammy and KO won. I think I'm going to go back and watch the match at Revolution with the uh, Young Bucks and see how many times they do a super kick. I would do a tag match. And see how many times they do a super kick. Yeah, I was glad that uh, KO and Sammy won because the Usos holding the titles for as long as they have is quite boring. I just couldn't get... I like Kevin Owens and I like Sami Zayn. But I just couldn't get into this match itself. I mean, it was okay. I mean, would you rather have this as the main event or Charlotte and Rhea? Charlotte Rhea? I don't know. But so that was WrestleMania night one. Night one was really good, I would say. Yep. So, WrestleMania night two. Oh. We start off with everybody's favorite Nigerian giant, Omos. Are you homosexual? I am not. I am. Well, good for you. Versus my favorite, Brock Lesnar. I have been Brock and Randy fans since they first came in together. This is your opening match. Um, Omos comes out giving me Mortal Kombat vibes. Omos slings Brock, does a headbutt. Um, looks like Brock has met his match. Omos with a bear hug. Omos with a choke slam gets a two count. Omos misses, hits his face on the ring post. Brock with a suplex on on Omos. Uh, he does three German suplexes to Omos. Brock tries to hit the F5, but he's playing off a back injury. He finally hits the F5, and Brock gets the win. Whew. Interesting. What? Somebody put they want to see Matt Seidel in WWE. See who? Matt Seidel. Oh, Evan Bourne? And then he responded with, I'm all AEW. Watch Dynamite tonight on... TBS. <laughs> he put TNT. Oh. I think he forgot. <laughs> Same difference. Yeah. So your thoughts on the Brock Omos match? Brock should have hit a, four, a few more F5s to make it more believable. Just one shouldn't put down Omos. 
Well, I mean, he did give him three German suplexes. That shouldn't put down a dude who's seven foot tall. I'm just saying. Mid. Next, we have a tag match featuring Liv and Raquel versus Ronda and Shayna versus Natty and Shotzi versus Chelsea and Sonya. We get Sonya and Liv starting off. Nice knees to the face by Liv. Then Natty comes in with a Hurricane Rada to live. Raquel now with a boot to Natty's face. Chelsea tagged in, tries a missile drop kick. That was really bad. Shotzi in now against Chelsea. Get a two count broken up by Shayna. Then they triple team Shayna. Sonya and Chelsea clear the ring. Liv and Raquel standing. Raquel launches Liv onto everyone. Natty with a double sharpshooter on Sonya and Chelsea. Ronda gets in with Shotzi. Arm puts on the uh, locks the armbar. Shotzi taps out. Ronda and Shayna win. And this is supposed to set up. They are supposed to get a shot at the women's tag team belts. Turns out that's not the case. Turns out that's not the case. Because if you watch Raw, then you end up seeing Liv and Raquel beating EO and Dakota for a shot at it. So rumor has it that Shayna is hurt. If Shayna was hurt, why the fuck you put her in this match? Unless she got hurt during this match. Yeah. Um, then we have Bobby Lashley. He comes out with the Andre the Giant trophy. Um, what was the reason? I don't know. What was the reason? Where was his match with LA Knight? Where was his match with anybody? Off the card? Evidently. But you know, if I'm Bobby Lashley, though, when my fucking contract's up, I'm like, "Fuck this shit, I'm out." But you know what? You know what? They gave him a match on Monday Night Raw Mm -hmm. against Mustafa Ali that lasted two minutes. No, he made that match himself because he drug his ass out to the ring. Mustafa Ali is WWE's bitch boy, meaning he's gonna get his ass bitched up by everybody. Yeah, because he asked for his release. And the only reason he's staying there is so they have a connection to the Middle East. And when they go to Saudi, they don't even use them. Again, what was the reason? Next, we're going to move on to the Intercontinental Championship match featuring Sheamus, Drew McIntyre, and Imperium's Gunther. Gunther! Could you imagine having sex with Ludwig Kaiser? No, because I'm not gay. I don't know why I put that in my notes. Gorda! 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 I just like Walter. Gunther? Gunther? Anyway. Enough of the fun. Let's get serious. We stay serious. Seriously fun. (laughs) Drew takes out Guntha. Then Seamus and Drew go at it, which they're friends. Um, Gunther comes back and begins to chop on Seamus. Gunther sends Drew into the post. Gunther with chops on Seamus again. Gunther and Drew begin exchanging chops. Um, We're just having a chop fest right now. Then we hit the 10 beats by Seamus as Drew is chomp- uh, chopping Gunther. Seamus hits 
uh, does the 10 beats to Drew. Then Gunther with a German suplex on Sheamus. He gets a two count. Drew with a DDT to Gunther. Sheamus with a suplex from the second rope on Gunther. Sheamus with the clover leaf on Gunther. Sounds like they really trying to take Gunther out. Yeah. Uh, Drew gets back in. And I can't read my notes, so we'll skip that part. Then Sheamus with a bro kick to Gunther. Drew calls Sheamus the title. Drew flying takes out Sheamus. Sheamus with a bro kick to Drew. And Drew kicked out. Gunther with power bombs to everybody and pins Drew McIntyre and retains the IC belt. What's a great match. I fairly enjoyed this match. It was a very good match. Um, They really need to let Sheamus win the IC title because that's the only title he has not won in WWE. Neither has Cena. Well, nobody cares about Cena. I mean, I like the, the, the jar of mayonnaise. I'm just saying. Because he's Irish. But, um, I was fine with whoever won this match. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have been upset with anybody that won, because I like all three of them. I just wish they would go back to the old IC title design. Mm. So, moving on. We have Bianca Belair versus Asuka for the Raw Women's title. Bianca with a drop kick to Asuka. Bianca with a suplex. She's going for another. Asuka breaks and then kicks Bianca. Asuka with a two count. We get a power bomb by Bianca. Asuka got in her submission hold. Um, she has the Asuka lock locked in. Bianca makes it to the ropes. Bianca with a power bomb outside the ring on Asuka. Bianca gets a two count. Bianca goes shoulder first into the pose. We have Asuka with an ankle lock. Bianca with strength. She gets out. Both on the apron. Bianca with right. We get a blockbuster by Bianca. Then a moonsault with two count. Bianca looks like she hits the ref. Or is going to hit the ref. Or she's making a move and the ref's in the way. And they realize it. The ref don't actually get knocked out. Um, as this happens, Asuka goes to spit the mist in Bianca's face. And Bianca ducks. Then we see Asuka with a arm lock. Bianca rolls through it, powering up Asuka for the KOD. And Bianca gets the win. This was also a fun match. I loved Bianca's outfit. It gave me very old Hollywood vibes. Yeah. I like Bianca because she is a strong woman. Uh Uh-huh. Physically strong. Also, real quick, shout out to... One of the girls that was dancing with Bianca. Oh, the little contortionist that came out with uh, with Bianca. Yeah. They were, um, the name of the troupe are the uh, Divas of Compton. But, um, her mother passed away that morning. So, sucks for her. She's, what, five? Mm -hmm. Six? I would say somewhere between the six and eight range. But, um, so... Shout out to her for to still be able to go out there and do that, even though her mom passed away the same day. And that was a great way to get your mind off of something terrible. Uh Uh-huh. Next, we get another Miz and Snoop Dogg in the ring bullshit, whatever you want to call it. Um... 
And then we get to hear something we ain't heard in a long time. Money, money, money. Here we go. It's Shane O'Mac. I was happy Shane O'Mac was back. Did Snoop Dogg call Shane O'Mac? Probably. And Shane come out look like he's ready to go in a match. So we're getting another mismatch. Shane with some left. Shane looked like he faked a knee injury. Come to find out he actually did tear his quad. And then we have Snoop punch the Miz in the mouth. Then the Snoop does the people's elbow. And Snoop gets the pin over the Miz. However, the ref had to yell at Snoop five times to do the people's elbow. And then the Miz had to tell him to cover him. It's not the people's elbow. It's the 420 elbow. <laughs> um, What was the reason for this? I have no clue. Hey, but shout out to Snoop. For being able to improvise. Yeah. Next, we have our Hell in a Cell match. Featuring Edge versus Finn Bala. Balor Club. Balor Club. Balor Club. I'm all about the Balor Club. Balor. Um, Broad Edge comes out with a sick, uh, sick costume. Although they kind of would not show the back of Edge's jacket because it had a picture of Edge, Christian, and Gangrel on it. Hmm. Wonder why. Not like Christian's in the opposite promotion. You mean there's an opposite promotion of WWE? WWE has no competition. Just ask them. They might not think so. And then we get the Demon Balor entrance. Awesome. I always love when Demon Balor come out. Balor Club. Balor Club. I thought this was going to be an awesome Hell in the Cell match. However, that is not the case, which we'll discuss at the end. Um, we have Edge with a slap. Balor with a slap to Balor. They both begin to go for weapons. Which, I mean, is a hell in a cell, so don't think there's a disqualification? Nope. Um, Edge with a chair doesn't even phase Balor. Balor gets a kendo stick to Edge. Then Balor sends Edge into the steel cage. Edge is now beating Balor. Um, then Edge throws three kendo sticks into the ring. He uses a kendo stick to trap Balor in the corner of the cage. Then he drop kicks. Balor. Um, Edge then sets up a table in the corner. Balor sends Edge into the steps. Edge looks like he cut, has a cut near his eye, maybe from the steps. Then he does an impaler DDT to Balor. Balor sends Edge through the table, then Edge with a ladder. Um, Edge took this ladder and threw it directly at Finn Balor. Oh, I thought he was concussed. A lot of people thought they were concussed. Um, Looked like Balor had got a cut to the top of his head. Come to find out, Balor did have a cut to the top of his head. And they got medics in there to take care of it. And everybody on Twitter was whining about, well, you can't have blood in WWE. It wasn't about the blood. It was about the two-inch gash in the man's head. Uh-huh. Props to Edge for improvising and taking the people's eye off of Balor while they kind of fix Balor up as he starts going around the ring looking for weapons, setting stuff up. Um, 
getting ready to move on in the match once, you know, they get the clear that Finn can finish the match. Um, Balor climbs the ladder. Edge with a kendo stick hits Balor. Then we get the edu- education, education, execution from the ladder with Balor on the top rope. Another table edge lays on it as Balor came to the edge of the cage to jump off. Edge rolls out of the way. Poor Finn goes through the table. Then we have Edge with a spear. He gets a two count. Edge looks for the concerto. He hits the concerto on Balor and Edge gets the win. They did cut this match short due to the Finn Balor injury because this match was scheduled to go a little longer. So then they had to improvise. Yeah, and gave us 39 minutes between the end of this bell to the bell between the Cody and Roman Reigns match. Which, if that's the case, then you should have had a backup match. Like, you couldn't have put Bobby Lashley and L.A. Knight there? Bobby Lashley, L.A. Knight. All them people on your roster, you couldn't have found somebody else to fill 15 minutes to do a wrestling match? Instead, we got 39 minutes of bullshit. Could have had something with, like, Braun Breaker? Somebody like that? Yeah. But no, we're just going to show highlights of what we already saw. The night before. And give you two video packages. So we move on to our main event. Bullshit, 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 bullshit. Bullshit, bullshit, Long-term storytelling, long-term storytelling, long-term storytelling. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. What is it you say? Long-term storytelling. Doesn't mean it's good. But you always bitch about it. And this is long-term storytelling. Doesn't mean it's good long-term okay, storytelling. Okay, so let, let's go into the match and we talk about the match and everything. And then we discuss afterwards. Okay. Okay. Because I got some stuff to say, but I don't want to say it. Because if I say it, then you know the outcome of the match. So, let's get into it. Bullshit. It is pyro budget time. Get your pyros ready, ladies and gentlemen. Get your headphones on because it's going to be loud as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, Cody Rose looked like a toy soldier or some 17th century emperor like Napoleon. In his gear? He is Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite is more like it, not Napoleon Bonaparte. Um, the bell rings. Let's get this bitch started. We get a lockup. We get a headlock by Cody. Cody looking to have momentum as Reigns rolls out of the ring. Reigns with Cody in the corner. Cody with a drop kick on the bridge of Roman's nose. We get a power bomb by Roman and a two count. Roman with a suplex cover for a two. Another suplex by Roman. Cody sends Roman outside the ring. They are fighting up the ramp now. He slams Cody on the ramp. Roman calling for Solo. Cody with a slam on the ramp to Roman. Solo with a chair hits Cody in the ribs with it. Roman with a drive-by gets a two-count. Then Roman with a clothesline after Solo grabs Cody's foot. Roman clearing off the announce table. Roman trying to get Cody up. Cody reverses it. Um, Then he does a back body drop. Sends Roman through the table. Then he scoop slam. 
into the Cody, uh, Cody Cutter for a two count. Then we get a suicide dive by Cody. Um, Solo with Cody's weight belt hits Cody. The ref heard it and ejects Solo. We get a crossroads. Roman kicks out. Roman with a jawbreaker, then a headbutt. Michael Cole called this move the Yurgami? Yurgami? Yeah. But it's basically nothing better but the rock bottom. Then Roman's gearing up for the Superman punch. Cody Pedigree Roman kicks out at two. Then Roman hits the Superman punch. Cody kicks out. Roman looks distraught. Like, what do I have to do to beat this bitch? Went for the spear. Cody over the top for a two count. We get Cody with a figure four on Roman. Roman tries to reverse it. He finally gets it reversed. Cody gets to the ropes. We get a spear by Roman. Cody kicks out. Roman locks in the guillotine. Cody begins fighting back. Roman wraps the legs around Cody. Cody breaks the guillotine. We have the ref down. Both men are down. Usos come in and take down Cody Rhodes with a 1D. Owens and Zayn come down. They begin fighting the Usos outside the ring. Um, Zoan and Z- oh, Zayn and Owens begin to take it to Roman. Cody gets the two count. They exchange blows on their knees. They finally get back to their feet. Cody with the dusty punches and the bionic elbow. He was getting ready to go for the crossroads. Um, Paul Heyman grabs the ref or jumps up on the apron to distract the ref. Um, Solo Sokoa comes in with a hoodie on because he's been ejected with the Samoan spike. Then Roman hits the spear. Roman gets the one, two, three, and retains and is your undisputed Universal Champion. What a great match. This match was awesome. No. This was the highlight of the night. No, it wasn't. The highlight of the night was the IC title match. Alright, your thoughts on this match. It was good. I was loving the match. Up until the ref bump. Well, you knew there was going to be some fuckery in it. You don't need... You claim Roman to be this strong, powerful champion, but yet the only way he can fucking win is by knocking out the ref and his dumbass cousins getting involved. When's the last time Roman Reigns has won a match on his own with no help? 2019? Hmm. Maybe 2020? But no, it's fucking stupid. And you have all the fucking momentum behind Cody Rhodes going into this match. And you don't pull the fucking trigger on it? Like, what momentum? So basically, you're saying, oh, Cody Rhodes should be handed the championship because he's fucking Cody Rhodes? He hasn't earned it. He needs to earn that bitch. He came in at 30 no, in the Royal no, Rumble. No, 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 He did not. No. Earn- no. Stop. No. I'm talking. No. I'm talking. That adversity stuff is fucking bullshit. Okay, when Roman won the title in 2020, what did he have to do? He did nothing. He showed up at the final minutes of SummerSlam, speared Strowman and speared Bray Wyatt, and won the title. All he fucking did. Where was his adversity? Huh? Where the fuck was it? 
Are you done yelling in my ear? Where the fuck was this adversity, I huh? I don't remember watching it, so I can't tell you. Exactly. Because it wasn't fucking there. He just showed up for the final two minutes of SummerSlam in 2020 and won the fucking title. All you fucking did. And you want to go on and talk about adversity when Roman hasn't had adversity most of his fucking career? But you can't talk about that. You they needed to build Cody up in WW in his second WWE return. And I think what happened was they were going to till he got hurt. He was out what six to eight months. So that was six to eight months that he could have had adversity building up to this and would have won. But with the injury that fucked everything. So then you would have had people bitching. Then you would have had people bitching if Cody would have won. Oh, well, they just handed the fucking title to Cody. I told you in our our prediction show, they were not going to take the titles off of Roman until Roman hit that thousand-day mark. It's fucking stupid. Stupid or not, I've watched wrestling for 40 goddamn years. I know shit. Triple H is a fucking fraud. But no. People want to go on and talk about adversity. Roman's adversity is what? Getting beat up and then being saved by his cousins? It's fucking stupid. Every Roman Reigns match is the same. Oh, I'm getting my ass beat. Oh, wrap up. Here comes my cousins. They take out my opponent. I hit him with the spear. Boom, overdone. Like, what the fuck? Come on. Get better. I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just saying. But, you know Cody's adversity? His fucking injury. Coming back from injury. Winning the Royal Rumble. And then winning the title? No. And they're just doing the 2012 Cena story over again. Mm Mm-hmm. So, come up with something creative. Daniel Bryan's WrestleMania 30 win ruined WWE babyfaces. Mm-hmm. Because now they all think, oh, well, somebody has to face adversity so they can win the title. No, it's fucking stupid. You know who, uh, but good title changes? Or, um, when championships were supposed to change, like they were supposed to last night? Hangman beating Kenny in 2021 at full gear. Jamie. Was that the one we went to the movies theater mm-hmm. to watch? Uh-huh. Jamie Hayter beating Tony Storm. She had momentum. Heyman had momentum. MJF beating John Moxley. Maxwell had momentum. The acclaimed winning the titles. They got so over. And they had momentum. And you pulled the trigger on them. And it worked. But no. You're going to take your top baby face and have him lose? Stupid. Fucking ridiculous. And then you have him go out the next night and get his ass beat by Lesnar? That's his adversity? Come the fuck on. We seen this shit with John Cena. I'm not disagreeing with you. 
WrestleMania Night 2 was a fucking disappointment. The only good thing on this goddamn night was the triple threat match and Bianca and Asuka. Other than that, it's fucking stupid. I do think Night 1 was better. Um, I think what hurt Night 2 was that 39-minute span between the the Cody Roman match and the Finn Edge match because mm-hmm. of Finn getting hurt. Like I said, they should have threw somebody else out there. I mean, don't they have people on standby in case shit like this happens? Okay. Well, it's WrestleMania. Prediction. Final scores. Well, what would you give WrestleMania out of 10? Night one, I would give a seven out of ten. Overall, don't don't break it down between nights. Overall, the whole WrestleMania. Six out of ten. Wow, that seems kind of low. Night two really killed it. I think I would give it an eight out of ten. So, night one, I went four and three. Mm-hmm. You went six and one. Damn, I had two... You went six and one on two pay per views. Night two, I went four and two. You went three and three. So for all the pay per views for the weekend, uh huh, our overall final score was: I was nineteen and sixteen. You were twenty two and thirteen. Woohoo! I retain. So you retain the prediction belt. Hell yeah! Which we need to go to Walmart and get our AEW belt for it. No, when we get some extra money, we just will create our own. Okay. But yeah, we got to get some money. What? So if you want to support the podcast, you can do so by going to patreon.com forward slash the mid podcast. You can ca- uh, cash out the podcast, dollar sign the mid podcast. You can also get you some mid podcast merchandise at the midpodcast.com, which will be back up shortly. Um,. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and YouTube. Once dumbass over here gets the streaming up, we'll do some of that. But he's been lazy and won't get it done. I'm going to go take a nap. He won't ask for help. Instead of taking a nap, you should be working on the streaming. I'm tired. Okay. I think that's all. But yeah, WrestleMania was good. I was excited for Raw. And boy, Raw was like the the hot guy you picked up at the bar and then you get him in the bedroom and like he can't even get his dick hard. It just flops. Raw was so ass. It just flops. Like the dick just whoop. Viagra wouldn't even help the man's dick get hard. And it sucks because there's there was no All-American last night or Monday. Since they decided to take another break. So I got stuck watching all of Raw. Mm. Well, you're going to get stuck watching all of Raw on May 15th. When we go to a live WWE event. Watching these seat fillers for the front row. We end up on the front row. I swear I should have filled that shit out when they sent that to me like last year. But anywho. Anywho, Summerania review. This is our... WrestleMania 39 review. We hope you enjoyed it. See you later. Bye, guys.